Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we continue our sermon series as we've done through our Advent and Christmas celebrations asking the question, who is Jesus? And as we celebrate Christmas today and into the week ahead, maybe there's no better question to ask ourselves. As we think about the baby Jesus in that manger in that, at that first Christmas, who, who is he? What is it, what's so important about Jesus coming to this earth? And as we take a look at the name that we're given for Jesus in Scripture today, Emmanuel, we'll see the truth of why Jesus matters to us every single day. Maybe you've seen one of them. Seems to happen from time to time that television shows dress celebrities up so that you cannot recognize them. Have you seen those shows? Right? Maybe the idea is so that they can do something that they normally wouldn't be able to do. Maybe sometimes celebrities just want to look not like themselves so that they aren't recognized. Because of their fame, they'd like to just be a regular person every once in a while, right? Anybody recognize who that is on the board? It's the same person, just so you know. Anybody know who that is on the left? Maybe it's not a super clear picture. You have to be a USA Gymnastics fan, I suppose. Recognize the name Gabby Douglas? Gabby Douglas, gold medalist for the United States in the Olympics. That's her in both of the pictures. I believe this was for a celebrity undercover boss or something like that, that she dressed up. Nearly unrecognizable, right? Maybe double her age. Yeah, she can fit in and be with other people. I think that idea of being undercover, I suppose we could say, is a pretty good picture of what the word Emmanuel is all about. Because Jesus became human. God dwelled with us when Jesus took on human flesh. Only Jesus' purpose wasn't to disguise himself so that no one would recognize him. No, he had a much higher purpose in coming to this world. Jesus' purpose was to redeem to save us. And so today as we answer the question, who is Jesus, and see this word, Emmanuel, that's our focus for worship. What does it mean that Jesus is Emmanuel? First of all, we'll note that he is our God in the flesh. And then secondly, that he is our God who saves. Listen again with me to Matthew's commentary in Matthew chapter 1, verses 22 to 23. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Not sure if I could pick a favorite character from the Christmas story in the Bible, but I really think Joseph and his part in the story is pretty remarkable. Pretty amazing if you think about it. Can you even imagine what that must have been like for Joseph to hear that his beloved Mary was with child, that she was expecting? Can you imagine the emotional and mental strain that Joseph went through thinking, now what? Now what do I do? This person who I pledged myself to, who pledged herself to me, has obviously been unfaithful, Joseph had to think. Because Joseph was a good man, Matthew tells us, he's going to quietly end their relationship, right? And then 
God intervenes in a miraculous way to save the marriage, the upcoming marriage of Joseph and Mary. No longer were there, was this marriage going to be shattered by what Joseph thought had happened. Instead, think of the two miraculous things that were part of how God intervened in Joseph's life. First, he sends an angel. He sends an angel that appears to Joseph in a dream and tells Joseph, Joseph, this is all part of God's plan. Go ahead and take Mary home to be your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. That's miraculous enough. But do you see a second miracle in that as well? Joseph believed. God gave Joseph the faith to simply say, okay, and he takes Mary home to be his wife. That's where Matthew's commentary comes in. All of this, all of this took place to fulfill what was said around 700 years before it ever happened through the prophet Isaiah, an Old Testament prophecy that a virgin would be with child and give birth to a son and he would be called Emmanuel. What an amazing prophecy. What an amazing deliverance God gave from all of our sins through that prophecy. And that's what Jesus becoming one with us is all about. That Hebrew word simply means God with us. What a mystery. What a mystery that God would come to this earth and take on human flesh to stand in for you, to take my place so that we can live with him forever. You know, we've heard it so often. But if you stop to think about how incredible it is that God carried out our salvation in this way, that he fulfilled a prophecy that had been made all of those hundreds of years before, that a virgin had a child, and that that child was God with us. Maybe even equally mysterious is why? Why would God do this? Why would he go through such great lengths, go to such great lengths to send his own son to come to this earth? Why would God stoop down and let his own son become one like us? If you read through the pages of scripture, there's only one answer that can be given to that. There's only one answer to that question and the answer is love. Love came down from heaven to earth that first Christmas night. Love that wasn't willing to let us on our own. To try and figure out how to get back with God on our own because that could never have happened. That's a mystery too, isn't it? That God would love you and me so much when there was nothing in us that caused God to love us. There was nothing about us that God could say, they're worth redeeming. Do you remember these words of the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 5, verse 8? God demonstrated his own love for us in this, that while we were sinners, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's what makes Emmanuel so amazing, such a special birth. God sent Jesus to be born in a unique way, unique in all of human history, for a very special reason. Not to see what it was like for God to be a human being, but for Jesus to be the one who stood before God in our place, who reminded us that we are, are one 
with God because Jesus became one with us. When you think about Emmanuel, when you think about Jesus at Christmas in Bethlehem, think about the sign that God is giving you. The sign that all is right between you and him. All is right because someone came to this world to save. Thanks to our Sunday band, we heard the lyrics just a few minutes ago of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Right? It's kind of interesting, isn't it? That first Christmas night, there wasn't a whole lot of fanfare for Jesus' birth, but the shepherds got to see some fanfare, didn't they? They heard the angel's message. And yet, to everyone else, Jesus just seemed as another baby who was born in this world. Did you catch the lyrics of verse 2 of Hark the Herald Angels Sing? Listen again to the hymn writer's words. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Pleased as man with us to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. Wow. There's so much packed into those two lines, right? This is what Jesus is. He's veiled. He's veiled in flesh. That fact that he is fully God. He is the Godhead born in this life. And he was pleased to do it. He was pleased to come to this world to stand in for us so that we can live with him forever. That was Jesus' purpose in coming, a purpose to save. That's why God delivered on his promise that had been given so many hundreds of years before, a promise that he would bring his own son to come to this world to save. Though in appearance Jesus looked as a man, only a man, we know that he was both God and man, and that was God's way of carrying out our salvation. Jesus became our substitute. He swapped places with us. The Apostle Paul talks about it this way in Galatians chapter 4. When the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. Do you hear the trade that happened? How Jesus was our substitute? That Jesus was born under the law, he was brought under the law to live that law perfectly for you and me. And then Jesus redeemed us, gave us the full rights of God's own children when he took all of our sins on himself and went to the cross to pay for them in full. When we hear that word Emmanuel, when we think about the fact that Jesus came to this earth, that God is one with us, we can only marvel at the wisdom and the love that God has for each one of us. That he would do that, go to such great lengths to save us. Jesus became one of us because he had one goal in mind for you and for me. He wants us to be one with him. Not just in this life, but forever in the joy of eternity. Think about for a moment what it means to you for your day-to-day -day life that Jesus is Emmanuel, that he is God with us. That Jesus came to this earth and shared our humanity. He knows. He knows what you go through. He knows what life in this world is like. He knows the troubles that you experience, the frustrations. 
And Jesus shares the pain that we go through in this life. Jesus knows the joys, the joyful experiences in this life well, as well, and he rejoices with us. When we face whatever we face in this life, the good and the bad, Jesus is right there with us. Isn't that amazing? Though Jesus ascended into heaven after his saving work on earth is done, he promised many times throughout scripture that he will remain with us, that he still is our Emmanuel, God with us, today and always. Jesus became one with us to free us, to free us from fear, the fear of sin, the fear of death, the fear of our future, because it's secured with him. Listen how the author of the letter to the Hebrews described Jesus' saving work in those very terms in chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. Since the children have flesh and blood, he, that's Jesus, shared their, in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Is it fair to say if there's one thing that's marked 2020 as we wind down this year, maybe that last phrase, fear of death, might be at the top of the list? There's been a lot of fear of that going around, isn't there? Doesn't that make Emmanuel even greater for us to think about this Christmas and always? Jesus removed the fear of death. There's no fear for you and I in what's going to happen to us in this life because Jesus became one with us we have a place with him forever in heaven. Some takeaways today. Number one, through a miraculous birth, Jesus took on human flesh. Marvel, again this Christmas, at the mystery of Jesus becoming one with us. Secondly, in Jesus, God became one with us to make us one with him. Yes, Jesus paid the full price, redeemed us from our sins, so God looks at us as holy and perfect, his very own. And number three, through Jesus we are free from sin, we're free from the fear of death, and we're free to look ahead to heaven. No matter what happens in this life, Jesus has already won the victory. Emmanuel, who came to live with us, has our place prepared with him forever in heaven. You go back to the purpose of celebrities that might disguise themselves and, and dress themselves up differently from what they normally look like, it's short-lived, isn't it? It's a short-term thing. And sooner or later, they'll be recognized once again as the person whom they are. When Jesus came to this world, he looked very human. And yet in his words, if people listened to him, and in his actions, the miracles that he did, you could recognize that Jesus was something greater than just another human being. One more miracle of Christmas, you recognize Jesus. You recognize him as the one who saved you. God has given you the same faith that he gave to Joseph. Faith to believe that Jesus came to this life to live for us, to die for us, and then to rise again, to guarantee our place with him forever in heaven. Jesus is God in the flesh, our God who saves. He is Emmanuel. Amen. Peace of God which passes all understanding will guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.